Today on Sip Talk, we have my friend Andres Battaglia. Andres is not a real estate agent, but he adds a lot of great perspective and energy to the podcast. I think you'll enjoy this one. All right. <laughs> How are you spending your time in quarantine? Right now, I know a lot of people have a lot of free time. But what's next? Have you considered getting a real estate license? Do you know in New York State, you have to take a 75-hour course and pass a state exam to get licensed? And most first-year agents that I work with, they earn sixty to 90000 if they're working full-time. If you're interested, hit me up. DM me or shoot me a text. 212-239-1839. That's 212-239-1839. Welcome to Sip Talk, episode 15. I believe this will officially be episode 15, right? Since the last one was kind of a bust. Um, what do you got there to drink? Uh, I've been trying this thing, like every spike saucer that I can. Yeah. So today I went to the store and they had uh, Bon Vive. My bon Vive? Bon Vive. I never heard of this. B-O-N-V-I-V. Well. And I, I, I've never seen it as well, so I decided to try it. It has zero sugars, no added sugars, and that's a good thing because if you're an addict to um, sugar, white claw, uh, white claw, you know that if you drink twelve of them in one single night, you you're gonna wake up with a hangover the next day, and the hangover from sugar is oh, super bad. It's not something that I highly recommend. Well, I'm gonna, I've got the secret stash of Lagavulin behind my desk. So, I'm going to pour some of that. Oh, man. Uh, like, I'm really, really uh, self-conscious when I when it comes to buying alcohol because I've been going to my liquor store twice per week on uh, regular days before coronavirus, and now I'm going, like, twice a day. So, my guy just looks at me and goes, like, you guys have parties every night, right? And I go, like, no, it's just me, myself, and I, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you're lucky that you have a nice uh, nice liquor store that's nearby. I can't find a single liquor store near me that that is open. They close at 7 o'clock. Yeah, I have two, actually. I have one on 148 and then the other one on 145. So, so look, walk away from where I live. Outside, of, outside of your alcohol consumption rate, what I do want to talk about on this episode is your daily activities. Because right now I feel like... The way that I feel is I'm I'm kind of setting what I need to do every single day. Like, you know, I have to get like one exercise, whether it's a long ass walk or it's a run or it's mm-hmm. like push up, sit ups and, and the whole nine yards in the living room. I've got to get something like that in there. No, basically my, my, my schedule is 2 p.m. I wake up, 4, 8, 4 p.m. I eat. 6 p.m. I drink. Oh, God. 9 p.m. I go back to bed. That's basically it. And then I wake up at 3 a.m. again just to, you know, munch something in the fridge or whatever because I have free time at that point. Exercise-wise, you know that I, I'm not the exercise kind of guy. But I do go for a walk. I don't run. I don't do any of those things because I feel like I'm running out of air. So yeah, that, that's called being out of shape. Uh, some people call it that. I just call it, you know... Uh, I'm surviving. Hey, so cheers. instead of going for a run, I go for a walk. I go to uh, I have a park really close to me. Cheers. I have a park really close to me that has beautiful views. I haven't been able to go this week because this week has been really cold. It's been fucking so freezing all week long. 
Yeah, so I'm staying at home. Uh, I do some push-ups. I do, you know, sit-ups. I do a lot of uh, curls, you know? Yeah, I feel so, you there. But that's the other thing is, I, I mean, given I don't have to be up at a certain time, like, I feel like I could stay stay up and drink every night. I've been really trying to limit that as well. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, the TV on in the background? Mm-hmm. Can you turn that down, the volume? Yeah. I have my TV on because, uh, but but no sound because I've got MSNBC or CNN or Fox News or any any form of news that I can get um, on twenty four seven basically. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, my thing is kind of the stuff that we could do every day um, to keep yourself from going crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's really hard for you to do something. I mean. I don't blame it on anything. I don't, you know, try to overdo things. I just think of myself as being a hero. Like I'm saving the world by staying at home in my bed, drinking and eating. Yeah. Uh, but that can only go that far, so far actually, because at some point you're gonna have to pay for all those things. And if you don't have any income, then it's really hard for you to, you know, keep that lifestyle. Because I wish I could have like the income to survive like this for a good six months. I'll literally do it. I don't, I don't leave my house at all. I actually don't like leaving my house to exercise. I like to leave my house to go partying. That's basically it. Yeah, but um, the inc- the income thing is, is is scary. Did you get your stimulus? I did. I did. You I did. got it on... I, I think I, I saw it yesterday. Yeah. I think I saw it. I got, I got it. Uh, I got mine on Wednesday. That's basically it. My mom hasn't got it, however. I don't know why did I get it if she hasn't. Well, I, I think um, if you if you pay your taxes or, or get a tax return through EFT... Then you're good. Then it goes in automatically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but I mean, I I look at at the stimulus money as literally money for like toilet paper and food. I'm not looking Basically. at it for like anything else, like like automobile payments, rent, utilities. Uh, at least for New York, that's that's not enough. Well, I mean, if the you thing live is, in New York, you know how expensive it is. You can have to... you can have a mortgage on a uh, you know hundred and thirty thousand dollar house. That might cover that in a in a different area, but the base rent in Manhattan, I don't typically see, um, I don't typically see rent under seventeen fifty for a for a no, studio or one bedroom no. in Manhattan. So when you give that, the thing is, it's just not broken down very very well between. It's just it's not on a personal level, and I don't know how you I don't know how you would calculate that anyways, because yeah, I mean I I think that they base that on you know red state or basically uh, the midwest where twelve hundred dollars can actually be you know substantially good for them but if you live on the east side or the west side, basically on the coastline you cannot do you cannot do anything with twelve hundred dollars in san francisco you cannot do anything with that but, here but how would you how would you qualify that because if you look at my tax returns they're pretty reasonable but if you look at my income compared, my income is very high, but my expenses are very high. So if you look at the take home at the end of the year, it's a little bit different. But I don't know how you would, you know, are you going to give yeah, me lot, the full income amount? That, uh, just because you make 100000 a year doesn't mean that you, you can take all of it home. You also have to pay people back. And at some point, for example, you make a million dollars a year. And if you have to pay, I don't know. 1950 you end up with 50 in return which is nothing and it's just just unbelievable i i just Dude, your your audio your audio quality sucks is there any way to to change that up it's really uh tinny 
can you hear me now? I can hear you fine, but there's a real like tinny, tinny background noise to it. Uh, but there's a couple things I want to talk about real quick, um, because we I, I don't I don't know if we were on the phone yesterday talking about this, but I see uh, a lot of people who are not working right now because they can't um, are a bit resentful to the people who are working because, you you know, it's frustrating to see there are people out there who haven't been affected at all. Right. Who are yeah. who, you know, who are still getting a stimulus um, and things like, you know, there's a bit of resentment there. Um, but then you have the people who are working, who see everybody else on vacation, taking time off, relaxing, sleeping in, and there was yeah. it's like a double resentment thing. Um, yeah, for I example, just, I what's just going think on in Chicago, I don't know if you saw the news, these people in Chicago, they were doing um, a protest outside court asking, outside Congress asking for the Congress to open up the, you know, the, the city and, you know, let them go back to work because yeah. they were frustrated that they're, they're not able to work. And the governor literally said, well, if you keep doing this and if you keep getting, uh, you know, more victims with coronavirus, then it's going to be hard for us to open up the, uh, the state. I, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> But that's, that's effectively what's happening. The thing is, there's just there's nobody taking really great leadership right now, um, and it's just you have all these you know I, I, what they really need to just do is ship all the uber orthodox and super religious into one place, and they can just pray away the virus. I think that's really uh, you know if, if we could just get all the religious together to pray away everything, I think we'd be in good shape. <laughs> oh my god! You know what it is? It's your microphone is rubbing against your hood. Okay. That's that's what it is, um, but but I mean it's it's just it's incredibly frustrating for me because you know you know real estate's been deemed essential, so I've been going yeah. to the office. We we're still trying to show, but it's just not it's just not working. And I'm trying my best to you know motivate agents and be here for agents, but you know I would say we're down. You know. We're down a hundred percent. We haven't we haven't had a single deal close in April, and it's the seventeenth. So we haven't had a single deal. So we're essential, but we're just not transacting business. And the thing is, yeah, we can we can transition to a more virtual realm of the of the business, which we're doing. We have three D uh, technology, three sixty cameras. We're doing Skype calls, video calls, FaceTime calls, but. This business isn't exactly suited for that. You can't have an auto mechanic work virtually. Yeah. You know, it's just there's certain things you you can't do. Um, and I know that obviously you're not real estate centric with your life, but but you know what it is that we do and, and how this works. And yeah. It you know it just doesn't it doesn't work this way. Um, I don't know. What are you What are your thoughts on that? Like, could you move into an apartment without seeing it? It's really hard for me to uh, give you my two cents on it because, yeah, it's it doesn't come down to whether if I can see the apartment or not. It comes down whether if I can afford it or not at this point. Well, okay, well, okay, good. I like that because can I can I ask you a personal question? Have you paid rent? No, I have yeah. not. I have not paid rent. Oh, if I did this month, yeah. no, of course not. I mean, I just think right now the stupidest thing I could do would be to take that much money and throw it towards rent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know that I and I, I, I'm I, able to get evicted for three months, and I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, which that. is bad advice for me to give. I'm not giving. If, if you're working right now, 
I think you pay should rent, be paying yeah. rent. If you can, yeah, of course. But if, if you're can, not if working, you have the money to do it, yeah, don't abuse the system and pay for it. But if there's people like us where we can, we don't know when are we actually gonna go back to make money. Well, yesterday we thought we'd be open on April 29th, and they just said now May 15th. Yeah. So you know, if I thought I had two weeks worth of savings left, right, and went ahead and no. paid rent, thinking I'd have those two weeks left, but now it's another two weeks. Uh-huh. You know, and in two more weeks, they could say now May 30th. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't know. That's, that's the thing for us, for people that are living, you know, in this situation. I don't rec- I don't recommend you not doing it, but if you have the money to do it, pay rent. Don't abuse the system. That, well, if exactly. you don't, however, then don't spend that money on rent. Spend that money on, you know, food or things that you can actually depend on. Um, other than that, it's just really hard for anybody right now to go out there and buy things that they wanted to or get a new apartment because I know that there were people uh, that wanted to move to a different place or wanted to, you know, do all these things. And with this happening right now, it's really hard for anybody to spend any kind of money on anything because it's not secure. We don't know what's going to happen in the next two months, basically. Well, I mean, I've applied for every loan and grant that's out there. And I got one that covers 40% of employee payroll. So... I'm able to cover 40% of the employee payroll, um, which is good, but I can't touch that money. That's not my money. I apply, yeah, but I, where I, is that other 60 coming from? And that's something that people don't it's think not, about. It's not. I it. can't, you know, I, yeah, I, was, I was trying to pay them, you know, a, a few bucks every week just, you know, for like toilet paper and food, and, you know, yeah. uh, you know kind of in their back pocket type of thing. But, um, but the, the big one, the PPP, Payment Protection Program, uh, ran out of money already. And so, and I haven't even had any correspondence between me and the bank. Um, but real quick, just, just while it's on my mind, um, I want to go over some tips that I would give to our real estate agents and to any real estate agents um, because of kind of how things are right now where you can't really transact business. But I do believe it is an opportune time in certain respects. People have so much more free time. Um, I mean, given the hour of the fucking day that I sleep to is... is is insane. I've never woken up this late in my entire life, I think. Um, but people I don't have... even know in which day I am. I thought that today was I mean, I thought that today was Saturday. So I called my mom yesterday and I told her mom, you know, just you know, put some me some steaks out. I'm just gonna go and do some steaks and she was like, No, it's fucking Thursday, tomorrow is Friday <laughs> and on Friday my religion we don't eat meat and I was like wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I was gonna I say today that. was Friday, yeah. So, you know. Uh, yeah, so, but, but really what I'm thinking is for agents who have this free time, I think the number one thing any, anybody should be doing, agent or not, is touching base with your contacts. You have this free time. Um, I, when you guys came, uh, popped by the other day, um, I was actually on a phone call FaceTime with my friend in Colorado who were friends from South Carolina, which I lived like 12 years ago, more than that down there. Um, and we talk infrequently, but I still consider him a good friend. And uh, we were just catching up by FaceTime because it's, it's been a while. But we have, we have that ability to have kind of longer at-length conversations than we normally would. So I think touching base with, with people is really, really important. Even if it's just checking in, you know, I send probably every day, I would say about 100 text messages just to different people. Um, and I really, you know, and I have a, a gazillion phone calls as well, especially when I'm in the office. But touching base with people is 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 super important. Um, 
you know, and it goes both ways. If it's business-wise, at least they still know that you exist um, and you're showing that you care. But also, you know, I just think relationship-wise it's very important to do. Um, yeah, especially on the sales part, on the sales business, it's very important not to, you know, let go of the people that you know or you made business with. It's very important for you to keep on in touch with them and be like, hey, how you doing? Is everything okay? Whatever. You know, because there's people that on, I don't know, February or May, they moved and now they're, they're not working anymore. So they're worried about, you know, rent and But let me, let me tell you something. As, as a real estate agent in 2020, if you last spoke with somebody in late February or early March or maybe even last year and then everybody goes through this pandemic and this time off, yeah. two months, three months, four months, however long it is, even if it is a month and a half, which it's already surpassed, nobody's going to even remember who the fuck you were once this is over with. So as a business person who yeah. relationships is how they generate business, we're not, that's not going to, that's not, you need to be in people's mind. You need to be touching base with people, especially on a time like this, because in 2020, when this is done, people aren't even going to remember your name. Yeah, you know, exactly. And that's such... why it's very important for you to just to shoot them off. Uh, if you have their numbers, shoot them a text message, uh, send them an email, you know, let them know that if there's any problems with your landlord and you itself, you, you, you're there for them. You, you can help them out uh, so they can actually be a reference for somebody else that is, you know, after this pandemic is all over, you know, they can have a good image of who you were as a human on the worst times, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a really good point too. You know, everybody's going through shit, and it is good to be kind of an upstanding, positive person to reach out to people. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another thing I have for real estate agents specifically: is just get fucking organized. Yeah. You have all this time. Yeah. You know what drives me nuts because I'm super OCD is like the desktop of my computer. When that shit gets gets there's too many icons on the desktop or files on the desktop. Uh, or having too many emails in my inbox, which is never a problem for me. I usually have, like, inbox zero. Um, but organizing files, organizing contacts, grouping contacts. You know, I have a I have a group for clients. I have a group for friends. I have a group for yeah. relatives. I have a group for agents. Um, I recently started a texting group, so now I'm texting people, um, you know, and I'm able to differentiate who's who, which is cool. Um, yeah, and if you have problems with that, just start with doing like one little thing. One little thing will build up into doing a better thing the next day and a bigger thing the next day. You know, you don't need to organize everything one single day. You have like literally three dude, days. You have to so do much, that. so much fucking time yeah, right now. Yeah, you have so much time, but there's people that will literally think that you know if they do it everything at once, they will feel accomplished, and then they end up failing, and then they will forget about it for the rest of the, the month. So just step by step, go for one thing, I don't know, just go for a run for the first day, then the next day, check your emails, organize your emails, check your contacts, put everyone in the category that you think it's better for each of them, and, you know, move on from there. Uh, try to do the most that you can from this time. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So here's, here's the other thing I have, though, is creating content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that, what I've been trying to do, and I've been lousy at it just because I've been like in such a fog, in such a funk, but putting something online every single day, just it's basically just like waving to people and reminding them that, that, that you exist. Um, but also like recording, Tell me about it. <laughs> but recording videos and things like that, like I just put a, 
um, a hiring video on the Facebook ad platform, um, mm-hmm. and that'll hopefully run and, and hit some people in Manhattan and the surrounding boroughs. Um, but yeah, you know, just creating videos and creating content, I think, is super important because you'll have that if that's what you if that and if if that's not your thing, don't do it. But if that's your thing, you can create extra content now, and then you can use it down the line. So you're literally building your artillery, yeah. you're building your ammunition forward down the line. Um, and then the other thing I have is engaging online. So you know, when we use TikTok or you use Instagram, there's not much. Engage, it, there's not a community feel, right? It's usually one-on-one. You make a comment. Maybe yep. there's a couple of comments linked. You're tagging people. But on LinkedIn and on Facebook, you have a much more community feel. And the engagement goes that much further. So one of the big tips I have is really using those platforms, LinkedIn and Facebook, like, like a community. Uh, and the big thing is just engagement. Uh, and I've, I found by engaging with other people's posts, it's brought me more feedback than when I just make my own posts. Yeah, and you also have to understand what each platform is for. For example, LinkedIn and now Facebook is more for like business and things that you can promote, things like that. If you go to LinkedIn, you know, you can talk to your peers, talk to people that are doing the exact same thing that you're doing, and therefore you can come up with, you know, new ideas for the same kind of job that you guys have. Uh, Same as Facebook. Facebook is now, you know, it's no longer for you to post crazy things and stupid content. Now it's just for people that, you know, want to reach to other people about a certain product that they have or you know, news and whatever. Uh, Instagram. Instagram is something that you use, you know, just to take your mind out of whatever it is it that you're doing and, you know, post things on your happy days. Same as TikTok. TikTok is for you to, you know, just forget about what's going on out there and just listen and see people doing uh, these videos. That I'm one of them as well. Like, I, I thought that I would never download a TikTok uh, or the TikTok app and literally I downloaded the app and I just got so into it that I did one TikTok video and I loved it. I think but I think once people start once people start using TikTok they, they understand what it's about. But the beauty in TikTok with Instagram, you can scroll from a video, the sound you can have on default off, scroll from a video to a to a picture and you can set your phone down, not even not even put it to sleep, set your phone down and forget about it. With TikTok, one, the videos play on repeat. So yeah. you can't set your phone down. It'll just keep playing. Two, yeah. there's no off. You go to the next video, which is a video. Even if your phone is on vibrate, the sound still plays. So yeah. the thing about TikTok is it's uber addictive because you don't Super have addictive. you don't have we, that. You and I have this friend that is so addicted that he literally will send us one TikTok every five minutes, one oh, TikTok God. video every five minutes. And my like, literally my... My inbox in TikTok is just of him. Him so, sending us these TikTok videos, which I I, I like it. Well, I enjoy I it too. It. I enjoy it too. Yeah, but it's I a lot. As well. Do you know what I do <laughs> yeah. though? Is is I'm like an inbox zero kind of guy. Before I go to sleep, all my emails are answered, all my texts are answered, yeah. all my notifications on the work phone and the personal phone are fully cleared out. So when I wake up in the morning, and a lot of people stay up a lot later than I do. I wake up and I have all these fucking notifications from all the texts that the people didn't get yesterday or they, they didn't look at their phone until they went to sleep. Um, or I'll have I'll be in a group chat and there'll be like 65 fucking messages. And 
I read through everything because I'm a full consumerist. You know, I, I just yes. can't not consume it. And I don't, I, I, I totally have FOMO, so I'm, I'm afraid to miss out. But when somebody sends me videos, for the most part, I literally consume, I watch the entire thing. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's fun and exciting for us when we wake up and we get these messages, especially from, from this guy. But it's also like, oh, that's a, you just sent me six messages. Like, I got to watch. That's 12 minutes of fucking video I got to watch. Like now, you know, if I was going to try to watch that in the toilet, now I go from like, you know, kind of a, a quick two minute or like to like, oh, I got to, I got to break this up. That's my addiction. Like every time that I go to the bathroom, I will always sit in the toilet and I'll just stay there five, ten. Well, that's the problem when your All legs get sudden, numb, when your legs get numb and you haven't finished yeah, exactly. watching the video. All of a sudden I just can't, can't stand up. I just can't feel my legs anymore. Exactly. Uh, so, so real quick though, on the video thing, well, it's still fresh in my mind. Um, so I was talking with an agent today. He's been taking uh, videos to send to clients, and he's been taking um, three sixty videos. We have a three sixty camera, which you record it, um, yep. and then when, once we, we can load it to YouTube, and YouTube has a platform where you can watch the video, but then you can scroll yep. around in the video. Yep. So what I told him today though was when you, so right now we're working with him and I are working with two clients. We have somebody looking for a three-bedroom under 4500 on the Upper West Side. And we have someone looking for a two- or three-bedroom under 10000 in Tribeca Financial District area. So here's what I said. We're going to get videos of each of these apartments. We have Right now, we only have two apartments for the $10,000 client. And we have like five apartments for the Upper West Side client. So what I said is you're going to send all these videos. Now, send, set, label the videos A, B, C, D, E, and send them to that client. Let the cli and your message is going to say, let me know which video you like, A, B, C, D, or E. And if you're interested in the apartment, I'll send you the details. And the reason is, is you're priming their brain. And this is a, this is a real estate tip. You're going to prime their brain. If they like the apartment and you send them the details, they're already in love with the apartment. So they're going to go into an acceptance perspective of the details and they're going to want to so if it's a little over budget or it's a little outside of where they want to be they're already going to want to have the apartment so they're going to be trying to see past those things given it may at the end of the day still be a deal breaker but they're going to be primed to want the apartment already whereas if you send the details along with the videos the person may see the details realize this is four blocks away from their boundary and say oh, i'm not even going to watch the video or if they do watch the video they're going in primed as a negative as in they don't want the apartment, they're convincing them, even though it's a great apartment, they're already primed in the negative. And that's why you know, sending the videos, because right now we're going through transition where we're doing things remotely and digitally and virtually, things like that. Yeah. And it's changing because you can't be with the client one-on-one, -on -one, watch their body language. So you have to go yeah. in, you have to go in in a different way. And the psychology of how people make decisions is really, really important. Okay? Yeah, if, if I if I if, if I tell you there's a, uh, if if I'm like, hey, uh, I really want to introduce you to this girl. She only has one leg, but she's really beautiful, great personality. You're gonna meet her. That. You're gonna meet her and, and just be like, how am I ever gonna get by this leg thing? How am I ever gonna get by, the, by this leg thing? Now, if I introduce you to her and you're like, holy shit, she's beautiful. She's in a long dress on. Holy shit, she's beautiful. I really like she's got a great personality. And then I, you know, you you ask her if, to hang out maybe sometime, and she goes, "Hey, you did notice that I only have one leg." You already, your brain's already trying to get. You're like, "Oh well, yeah. 
but I really liked her, right? Yeah, Whereas the other, you're not going to be accepting of the other way around, because it's the way you, you're you're the way you're primed to do it. Exactly. Yes. Um. So, uh, on that note, though, because I really hate the video showing thing, uh, have you done these zooms? Have you done these zoom meetings? Have you had zoom hangouts with people? Yeah, I do it with my family, but my fam since I just have like two or three members of my family, we normally do uh, Skype. Skype, not FaceTime. Yeah, no, not FaceTime. Uh, because my sister, my sister is the one who controls all the technology in my mom's apartment. Uh huh. So okay. it's basically whatever she she feels like doing is what we do. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if I want to talk to them and see if I can go to their place and you know say hi or whatever, my sister goes like, well. I have Skype. If you want to, we can Skype. And I was like, but I don't have Skype. Like, it's a lot easier. You have an iPhone. They just do FaceTime. I'm like, no, I use FaceTime for other people and whatever. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So I had to download Skype, create my own account of Skype, and do Skype with my family. And then we have these conversations for hours uh, about how's life going to be after these uh, water plants. Since my mom has a store as well, she hasn't been able to make any money and rent keeps coming, you know. All For the commercial rent. Say what? Commercial. Commercial rent. Yeah, yeah. Commercial yeah. rent. And, yeah. I mean, same. Uh, her house as well. And her apartment, she gets a letter from the landlord saying, listen, uh, I know we're going through some really tough times. However, the rent is this, 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 and this. Exactly. Go like, oh, and here are some loan options. whatever, all this, and we're just going to, don't worry about paying this month. We know what we're going through. And no, they go like, I know what you're going through. I'm going to do the same thing as well. So, you know, here's the rent. And that's nah, basically it. I, um, I got a call from our from the landlord for the office, and they're like, hey, are you planning to pay rent this month? It's like the, you tell you it's the 17th, it was like the 15th or the 14th. But are you planning to pay rent this month? Like, what's going on? the fuck you think is going on like we're not making any money we're fucking closed down like there's nothing happening right now we are down a hundred percent revenue for the, for the month um it, uh, it's just it's it's just insane uh, but but i i will say because i'm super sensitive on on this thing because it hits me right at home and and but then i see past that i'm just like but they're fucking do their rent like the thing is, the the oversensitivity with this coronavirus, this fucking COVID nineteen. You say coronavirus, people get offended because you're calling it by its slang nickname, even though it's not its slang nickname. But people are so overly offended right now. Like, I'll make a comment on somebody's Facebook post, and like six people get offended. Yeah, I mean, uh, but that 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 has been like that ever since Twitter started. But I made it. Twitter I made, gave the, the the power to people that were powerless and you know make them superheroes or social warriors like whatever you say not even sometimes it's not even their their fight and they will just jump in it and just but, cause chaos but it's just ride. it's just you know i made a comment yesterday about how we got two more weeks of of the shutdown and uh, and people were upset that i made the comment even though i didn't even outlay a bias on it or my perspective on it they're just like you don't understand we really need that because people are dying. Yep. Which also is, do you know the fucking people are dying thing? You Have I talked to you about the speed limit thing? Yeah. So I'm just going to share it because because we're online. Because not everybody, you and I had this conversation. But there's an acceptable, there's an acceptable death rate that just people, you don't understand 
that you have to make decisions in government that people are going to die no matter what. Yeah. And it's terrible to look at it that way because yeah, on an individual it's... level, it's very sad. It's very sad and it's tragic. Yeah. But you have to put policies in place to keep the train moving effectively. You have six people tr tied to the tracks on the left and the tracks separate. You have one person tied to the tracks on the right. All right. Everybody just says stop the train. But in many instances, that's not the case. You have to run over the person on the right. And there's no way around that. Now, bear in mind, that person on the right is going to have 15 family members that are going to, you know, picket and, and protest and say, no, you can't do it. But but here's my speed limit example. And I think we talked yeah. about this the other day. Speed limit 70 miles an hour. People are dying because of auto speed-related deaths. So you reduce the speed limit to 65. You save many lives. Mm -hmm. But people are still dying. So you reduce the speed limit to 50. You save many lives. But people are still dying. So in yeah. residential neighborhoods, you reduce the speed limit to 40, save many lives, yeah. but people are still dying. Then you reduce the speed limit in New York City, Manhattan, for example, within city, within city limits, to 30 miles an hour. Save many lives, but people are still dying. Yeah. So now the speed limit in Manhattan is 25, which I think is painful to drive that slow. Yeah. Because especially when you have an, uh, a manual drive vehicle... It actually, like you're on the high end rev-wise of, of second gear and the low end of, of third gear. It's just, it's, it's painful to drive 25 miles an hour. Um, but you bring it to 25, you save a handful of lives, but people are still, people dying. Are still dying. So yeah. zero is not an option when it comes to speed limit. I don't really believe zero yeah. should be an option when it comes to the economy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I just, I don't think that, and, and obviously the economy is not doing zero. It's doing like 14 miles an hour because you have restaurants open, sort of, okay? Yeah. You, th you think Harlem Public is making anywhere near the amount of money they need to even cover their rent? No, they're keeping, they're all. keeping a tenth of their staff on and they're probably doing about a tenth of business, which covers also a tenth of their rent. So, yeah, they're able to pay full salaries for a tenth of their people, you know, and, and keep their suppliers paid because, don't forget, the supplier, the bar just can't shut down and then the economy keeps running outside of this restaurant or the bar industry. The whole yeah. fucking supplier industry shuts down, right? Yeah. The transportation, the supplier, but uh, the buyers and the sellers of the produce. But then what about the farms and the, the places that are actually producing this stuff? It's, that's my point though, is you can't have, you can't bring things to zero miles an hour, right? And then still expect rent to be paid. And there's all these protests and, and petitions to sign to have, uh, uh, that people don't have to pay rent, which I think is, that would be good for me. Like, I'm happy to sign it, but I just don't think it's comprehensive enough. I don't think it's fair to tell landlords they can't make, they can't earn rent. It's affecting us left and right. And since we've never had this kind of, uh, pandemic and we were not prepared for it we don't know how to act upon it because we are we, we we are the country that has the most res resources we are you know a superpower yet when this happened we got hit the hardest and we don't we didn't know what to do we don't know what to do and we don't know what's going to happen later on as well uh and it's a combination of everything uh politics from any point of view you want to see it 
globalization uh, and all of these things really fucked us up really bad. Well, and can I tell you these con these conspiracy theories though are driving me out of my fucking mind. Everybody's got a conspiracy theory. Yeah. I don't worry about shit that I can't worry about. That, that's that's fully out of my control. I just I don't think the thing is people are so afraid of change and if the United States turns into a full socialist country, we're just mm. going to have to deal with it or move somewhere else. But I think most yeah. people are just going to actually deal with it. If it turns fully communist, I actually think most people are just going to deal with it. You can't be yeah, so like you can't just fucking leave this place and go somewhere else or do something else. Wherever you go, you're going to find something that you don't like about a government. You don't like about our society and you just have to deal with it. You just have to man up and, you know. But doing your part, it. doing your part unless you're about to start this huge fucking pushback against the government, which if that's what you want to do, do it. But if you're just going to keep reposting people's conspiracy theory shit on you're Facebook, you're not helping like, anything. You're do, not doing anything. Do your part where you have a control. Fucking recycle, which yeah. I do. And Don't and then shut the fuck up, man. It's just it's it's dry. There's so much shit right now that are so many hot points for me, and and you know I'm just questioning my future as it is. Like I don't know where the fuck this this stuff is going to turn out, but I'm going to do the part. I mean, that I'm I can. ready to go back to live with my mom. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, me too, me too. Like I I would totally live with family if if, if shit to hit my the mom fan. Two days ago, and I was like, mom, you see, you have like a huge amount of space for the dog that you have. Like, the dog and I can share the same space, you know. <laughs> you don't need to spend that amount of uh, space on a dog. He's a chihuahua, and, you know. It's like, I can fit in that bed. I can, but that, I but can, that's I can where I, But that's how I feel right now, because times... I'm doing everything in my power. I've applied for over a million dollars worth of grant and loan money, okay? Yeah. The likeliness that that shit's going to come through, very slim. If shit hits the fan... But again, that's why I'm saying everything's up in the air. So I'm doing what's in my control... And I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm just literally yeah. just, There's some people that, you know, like you just said, chilling. You, your, your goal right now is to survive. And I go like, yeah, my goal is to survive. But if I have the technology right now to apply for grants, to apply for as many help as I can, mm -hmm. don't feel bad for applying to these places where they give you free food or they give you, like, money rent. Don't be, uh, what do you call this thing? Don't be so egocentric. Yeah. Save yeah. the money that you have, and if there's places that give you food, give you money, rent, uh, they give you whatever help they can. Just go, go, get it. No, uh, I mean to be know, to be honest with you, there are people five that, hours in in home applying for this thing, and then you know you'll be sad for the next month. But there, yeah, there are people that are that have never been on food stamps or waiting in line for 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 food and things like that. But I mean, I was I was watching in Texas the lines of cars, and I'm yeah. watching BMWs and and Mercedes pull through those lines, and I feel the same way because yeah, given I I do Compared relatively to the pretty well. Of money that we pay in taxes, like I go like the first thing that comes to my mind is like okay, last year you fucked me left and right on taxes. Now it's my turn to you know use WIC, use food stamps, use as many things as I can to get. Money back, well, but that's my... that, and which is also that's the way that stuff is supposed to work. It's supposed to benefit yeah. the upwardly mobile. It you're not supposed to exist on that for forever and ever. Um, it's it's they're actually designed to help people exactly where we are right now, mm -hmm. who are upwardly mobile, not you know not people that are not making moves. But uh, but yeah, man, there's a lot of frustration with this shit, and uh, I just you know like I said, I wanted to grab you on the line and 
and uh, just kind of touching some of this shit because it's been a little while since we've we've done any of these podcasts. And I appreciate you. Uh, I fully appreciate you jumping on and, and grabbing some beverages to participate. Always. So cheers to that, and uh, I'll catch you later. Talk to you later. All right, take it. See ya. All right. Uh, it's Friday night. Enjoy it. See ya. Thank you so much for checking this out. Please, please, please consider sharing with your friends. I'd love to get the word out. Um, also, you can text me if you're interested in a position as an agent or you just have a general real estate question. Feel free to text me. My number again is 212-239-1839. That's 212-239-1839.